going on guys your boy elroy here and welcome back to the your boy elroy mma podcast i am your host josh prep agina and we are back for a phenomenal week of mma coverage yes we're gonna talk about my experience as a ring announcer we're gonna talk about uh last week's fight night card that i watched on the way home from my ring announcing quote-unquote gig and we're gonna talk about the biggest subject international fight week if that's bigger than (laughs) me being a ring announcer for a promotion out here so with that being said let's get into the news the biggest piece of news especially in this universe was i was a ring announcer Yes, my buddy Josh Oxendine, um, good buddy of mine, friend of mine. We go to the same church. Um, I frequent his gym nowadays. He wrote to me like a few, like two months ago. And he said, hey, man, can you announce at my show? He's uh, He was starting a promotion. And uh, I said, yeah, sure, why not? you know I'll give it a shot I don't I don't like my voice it's funny because I do a podcast but I can't stand my voice um but I was like you know what it'd be a fun experience so let's do it uh fast forward to last weekend and yeah I was still writing my notes up to like 10 minutes before the doors opened (laughs) but I got it done yeah we did uh weigh-ins where you know I just talked regular and announced the person coming up to the scale as well as um I was basically like a host for the night it was uh it was tough to juggle because you know you you don't want to sound like the other ones right I don't want to sound like Bruce Buffer I don't want to sound like um Joe Martinez, Big Mo, I want to have my own voice, but those guys, you have to research, because they're saying all the things that you have to say, so at the beginning, before I announce the fight, I have to announce that all these fights are are sanctioned by the North Carolina Combat Sports and Boxing Commission. I wouldn't have known that unless I heard every time they're in Vegas when Buffer says this fight is sanctioned by the Nevada State Athletic Commission uh, Chairman Anthony Marnell. Your three judges at Octagon side are. You know what I mean? Like, So you have to research that stuff and you have to take that stuff into account, but you have to do your own spin on it. Um, I think I was able to do that, you know. There's only so many ways you can say your winner is, you know what I mean? So so that stuff, you could say, oh, well, that sounded the same. You were trying, well, what else do you want me to say? The victor goes to, you know what I mean? Like, no. Um, I'm still recovering. My voice is still kind of, uh, you know, pretty rocky. And, you know... After the fact, I got a lot of good feedback, but 
for me, you know, I blew out my voice two fights in. And um, that's because I was, like, screaming, basically. So the first thing I did when I got back, uh, I got a text from Josh. He said, hey, you know, like a few days later, he's like, hey, we're running we're running it back in September 23rd. Be ready because I'm licensed now. So I can I can work wherever uh, in North Carolina because I'm an official licensed announcer. He says, hey, be ready. So the first thing I started doing, hey, watch videos about how to, you know, project your voice from your gut rather than, you know, using your throat. I just blew my throat out. It hurts so bad. Um... My voice definitely cracked, you know, a dozen times. But, hey, I wanted to convey my excitement because I was excited. And, um, you know, I hope I did the fighters justice. I can count three times where I, like, messed up. Um, one was really bad, and it was after the first MMA fight where <laughs> I I just couldn't get my bearings and... um the way I said the winner was just not not fun. Um, I said that Paul, the Ninja Turtle Teague, was 5'10". He was actually 6 feet tall. And I announced the person who the show is for, the person who hired me. You know, I had this grand announcement because he was the main event. And it all went well right up to the end where I said from Penbrook, New Jersey. And it was Penbrook. Pembroke, North Carolina. I've been saying it the, the whole night. Pembroke, North Carolina, no problem. And as soon as I get to, like, my grand crescendo, I said he was from New Jersey. I was like, ugh, I knew it. It was because I brought it up in the uh, to my brother earlier that night. Like, oh, I hope I don't do that. And I did. I 100% did. But it was amazing. The fights were a lot of fun, you know. There's something, you know, I've been to WrestleManias and stuff like that. I've been to a lot of places and seen a lot of events. I really enjoyed this one a lot. Um, I haven't been to any MMA shows. I've been to two bare-knuckle boxing shows, and those are amazing. Um, but here, just everybody gave it their all. You know, these are amateurs trying to make a name for themselves. And uh, some fights stuck out. Um Cameron Locklear versus Joseph Arouse was really fun. Um, Arouse is really good on the ground, and Cameron has, like, no quit in him. So once they both got tired, uh, Cameron just had that little bit more and was able to, like, choke him out uh, or, you know, choke for the tap. Um, they're actually going to run it back in September for a title, for an amateur title, and I'm excited for that. That's going to be um, that's going to be a really fun fight again, because you know, Joseph could take him down and strangle him in 30 seconds if he wanted to. His jujitsu is that good compared to Locklear's. Um, somebody else who stuck out stood out, um, Tyler Thaxton. Now, unfortunately, at the expense of my boy Ike who was making his debut as well in combat sports um but Tyler like when I saw him I was like man he I was like this guy's good then I look him up he did like or 
you know, I looked up what I could about him. He's 3-0 and in kickboxing. He's making his MMA debut. And he's really dangerous. Um, you know, he was smaller than Tyler, or he was smaller than Ike to an extent. Ike was clearly stronger, but the way that Tyler was able to use his skills, he just dismantled Ike Spearman. And uh, I had to tweet. I said, Tyler Thaxton just had his first MMA amateur fight. Um, remember the name. And that's mostly for me to come back to it in like five years. Like, where is he? Oh, he's crushing it. I called it. And uh, I'm excited to see him fight again his his next fight he's fighting someone who's right now as is booked he's fighting like a four and three guy from the area so he's one to look out for a uh, shout out to dex from ox fitness he crushed it he's always fun to watch excuse me shout out to laura she gets the finish after really just taking a beating in the first round um defending herself well but some of those shots that got through were just devastating. Um, but she was able to stick it out, keep that dog in her, and uh, she got the choke at the end for the submission victory in the second round. Just a really, really fun night of fights, man. Shout out to Nicholas Key. He won the inaugural light heavyweight title for Ox Fitness MMA. And uh, he's he, you know, he, he said it. I said, what do you want to be announced as? A mixed martial artist, a wrestler? Oh, I'm a wrestler. Cool. He showed that as soon as Quan Oxendine tried to throw a punch. He got uh, taken down. He went for a ride. It was, poof, it was real rough. But um, shout out to all those fighters, man. I've been staying in contact with them since, you know, it was only a few days ago. So it'll probably fizzle out for the next you know, month or so, and then when we're getting close, it'll gear back up, but, um, shout out to those guys, man, they all did great, and like I wrote to them privately, I say it here again, on my public platform, I hope that I did you guys justice, if it's your first fight, I hope that, you know, I was able to give you the experience of, like, a main event announcing, you know what I mean, like, that's my goal, to make you feel like you're about to fight for a world title. And I feel like I did that. I hope that I did. So thank you for the opportunity. But um, yeah, that was my first announcing gig. Um, not too many fight announcements. Uh, we did find out that um, Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexa Grasso will take place in Las Vegas on Men on Mexican Independence Day. And um, it will be available free. It will be a fight night in your co-main for that card. It will be Kelvin Gaslam. Ooh, who was it? It was Kelvin Gaslam versus... I got to look it up. Ah, yeah, I got it. I had to look it up. This is a banger. Kelvin Gaslam versus Shavkat Rachmanov. So... He's going back down to 170, and he has to face a freaking killer. But uh, so far on that card, those two fights, Chris Curtis versus Anthony Hernandez, 
Tracy Cortez versus Jasmine Jazdavizius, and Lupita Godinez versus Sam Hughes. So some exciting stuff there. Uh, it, like I said, it's free, and that is September 16th. So before we get into last week's cards, I want to go through an article that MMA Fighting posted and see if we agree. So this is by Sean Alshadi, Alexander K. Lee, and Jed Mishu. This is the 2023 Mid-Year Awards. Let's see if we agree. So first off, um, Fight of the Half Year. So they have a few options here that they listed on a poll. So we'll go through that and then we, we'll tell you what they said. Islam Mahachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Justin Gaethje versus Rafael Fiziev. Shavkat Rachmanov, the aforementioned, versus Jeff Neal. The aforementioned Kelvin Kaslam versus Chris Curtis. And Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen. The panel chose... Islam Mahachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. And I agree, that is my fight of the year thus far. For the simple fact that it was such high-level MMA, super close that you want to see it again, and it was all action that whole fight. Moving on to submission of the half year. Davy Grant uh, defeating Rafaela Sunsau. John Jones defeating Cyril Gunn. Yair Rodriguez defeating Josh Emmett, Shavkat Rachmanov defeating Jeff Neal, and Alexa Grasso defeating Valentina Shevchenko. I personally agree with them. They chose Grasso over Shevchenko um, for the simple fact that it was like, I did not have that on my 2023 bingo card. That is for sure. Your fighter of the year Thus far, we have John Jones, Alexa Grasso, Brandon Moreno, Gilbert Burns, and Israel Adesonia. Um, they chose Israel. I do as well. I feel like that fight over Alex was so much bigger than most of the stuff that has happened this year. And um, the fact that you know that he's going to fight again in September and we can possibly get him in December again. It's a no-brainer that he's a front-runner for it. Uh, quote of the year, quote of the half-year. Uh, they're talking about Mike Perry when he called himself the Booger Man. <laughs> sure. Comeback of the half-year. This one's easy. It's John Jones. We haven't seen him in three years. He comes back, and he makes it look easy against, you know, someone the caliber of Cyril Gunn, someone that we really thought was like a young version of John Jones in the heavyweight division. Yeah, easy there. Uh, the biggest storyline of the half year, Francis Ngannou leaves the UFC and signs with the PFL. Yeah, um, I don't know how big this story is going to be for the rest of the year, but it dominated the first six months for sure. Um, and then they did Disgrace of the Half Year. Um Dana White, because he slapped his wife. You kind of can't argue there. Uh, we're going to come back to that at the end of the year and see, does it hold up? 
I think, you know, there's been some phenomenal fights since Volk and Islam. That's going to be tough to top, man. But we will see. That's it for the news. Let's get into our review from last week. This was UFC Fight Night Strickland versus Magomedov. And, you know, I saw a TikTok video prior to this fight where the guy said, and I quote, Sean Strickland is about to get in the cage with the can crusher of all can crushers. It's still like surreal to hear that like out loud, but it's freaking hilarious, man. And hey, it doesn't matter what you thought of the first round. Sean Strickland made it look easy in the end, finishing Abus Magomedov at 420 of the second round and solidifying the fact that this dude just deserves a shot at the title, man. You guys know how I feel about Izzy and I want to see Izzy versus Sean Strickland. I don't care if Abus was the can crusher of all can crushers. Sean Strickland did that thing. He just trampled this guy. Congrats to Sean Strickland. I hope to see you versus Izzy sooner rather than later. Grant Dawson defeats Demir Ismagulov by unanimous decision, solidifying the fact that he's the real deal at 155. And I'm looking for him to really take a leap up. I mean, after this fight, he shot up the rankings. He's in the top 10 now. Um, so I wouldn't mind him against, you know, give him a shot against a Gamrock. Give him a shot against a Fiziev. Like, just do it. Don't be scared. <laughs> but he'll probably face uh if I had to guess he'd face the winner of a fight that we'll talk about later on. So shout out to Grant Dawson. Congratulations on the victory, man. Um Michael Morales, he goes to a decision. He defeats Max Payne Griffin. Ariana Lipsky defeated Melissa Gatto by split decision. And then Benoit Saint-Denis surprises me when he submits Ismail Bonfin by rear naked choke in the first round. Yes, you heard that right, in the first round. Um, Nersultan Ruzuboyev defeated Bruno Fajeda by TKO in the first round. Renat Fakhradinov just steamrolls Kevin Lee. In the first round when he submits him by guillotine choke. Man. Sorry, Kevin Lee. I really am sorry. Joe Anderson Brito defeated Weston Wilson by TKO. Carol Hosa, she defeated Yana Kuniskaya or Yana Santos by split decision. Elvis Brenner defeated Guram Kutalatse by TKO. Luana Carolina defeated Ivana Petrovic. By unanimous decision, and Alexander Romanov defeated Blagoy Ivanov by unanimous decision. So that was fight night. Uh, some pretty fun fights there, but the main event was really a sight to see. Shout out to Sean Strickland, man. He gets it done. And uh, like I said, he solidified his position for me. He's uh, He deserves the shot. Moving on to this coming weekend 
It is International Fight Week, and what a better way to start off your fight weekend than with the YBE MMA podcast. Yes, you heard that right, but let's go through this card starting from the bottom because it's a big one. 14 fights. This is going to be a long night, but it's well worth it. Kumela Kirk versus Esteban Rubovics. Rebovics, Jesus Aguilar versus Shannon Ross. Cameron Simon is back when he takes on Terrence Mitchell. Marcin Pracnio takes on Victor Petrino. Edgar Shires takes on Tatsuya Tyra. Jimmy Crute versus Alonzo Menafield. Yasmin Yaraguay versus Denise Gomes. And uh, I'm going to skip this fight, and we'll talk about the main event of the prelims. That is Robbie Lawler versus Nico Price in Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. Shout out to Robbie Lawler. Uh, next week after this fight, we will talk about our favorite Robbie Lawler moments because the start of my like huge fandom for MMA uh, starts really around his title reign, some of my most fond memories was his title fight. So we'll talk about that next week. But also on this card is Jack Della Maddalena and Bo Nickel. And both these huge prospects had big changes last minute. So let's start about talking about Jack Della Maddalena's opponent that he will be facing now. His opponent is Josiah Harrell. Josiah Harrell is fighting out of Grove City, Ohio and Grove City BJJ. He is 24 years old. Um, it seems like he used to fight at lightweight or, you know, he his last weigh-in was 162, so probably a catchweight. Um, he's 7-0 with, you know, not many <laughs> notable wins here um, from what I can tell, but all his fights, all his pro fights have been finishes, okay? So that is Josiah Harrell. Now moving on to the person who opens the main card, Bo Nickel. He will be taking on Val Woodburn. Val the Animal Woodburn. Val is 29. He is fighting out of Fusion Excel Performance in Opapka, Florida. He is also 7-0 with uh, his last two fights going to a decision and the five before that being finishes. Um, he has also faced nobody of note. Um, you know, it was really funny because, you know, he's all pumped up. And, you know, Bo Nickel was asked a question. And Bo Nickel says, hey, I'm just going to go out there and, you know, do what I do. And Val was like, yeah, let's go. Let's make magic. And he's like, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> Bo Nichols said that too. Val Woodburn was pretty funny. 
Um, do these guys stand a chance? I don't know. That's the fun part, right? We don't know. We really don't know. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's good to see Jack Della at Atlanta. I'm kind of happy he's not fighting Sean Brady again. And uh, shout out to Bo Nickel. He's only 4-0, dude, but he is a super hyper prospect. Dan Hooker is back coming off his win against Claudio Poyez when he takes on Jalen Turner. Yes, Jalen Turner's back, guys. Jalen Turner is back. Uh, one of the most interesting fights on this card, we've been talking about this fight for the last few weeks, so we won't get too deep into it, but Robert Whitaker versus Dracus Duplessis. Um, you know, you hear so much about Drickus's, you know, gas tank should be better because he got his nose fixed or whatever the hell they talk about. Um, Robert Whitaker is the gas tank. Robert Whitaker is someone that you need to be afraid of. So I'm looking forward to this fight. Um, and what comes out of it, you know, whoever, you know, like they said, whoever wins this fight gets the title shot. We will see. These guys got to both come out unscathed. Your co-main event is a trilogy fight for the UFC Flyweight Championship. Champion Brendan Moreno takes on Alessandre Pantoja. This is exciting. This is, uh, you know, Mexico is back. Shout out to Brendan Moreno. He's one of my favorite champions in the UFC. I love what he stands for. I love his fighting style. I love everything about this guy. He's a he's a father. He takes being a father seriously. How could you not root for this guy? And in your main event, you want to talk about high-level MMA. You talk about Alexander Volkanovsky. You want to talk about an exciting fight. You talk about Yair Rodriguez. Put those things together. This is going to be a freaking war. I cannot wait. And this is trouble for Alex, you know, in my opinion. I think this is one of the most dangerous fights that he can take. That's how freaking good Yair Rodriguez is. But, you know, I don't see Alex losing. But um, let's just say that if he does, I can't be surprised. But, um, you know, that is UFC 290. That is International Fight Week. And this has been this week's episode of the YBE MMA podcast. I am Josh Prepigina. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend. And we'll see you next.